It actually has nothing to do with COVID that I haven't been able to lose the 15 pounds that I've wanted to. I actually said it January 1st, 2014. I've talked to a number of entrepreneurs when COVID first hit or even partway through that said, you know what, I know this year is a write-off. And I was pissed off at them. What I can control is the amount of money I make. I cannot control whether or not a politician decides that I have to pay more taxes. This is the Coaches Council, made up of six elite coaches dedicated to serving and ending personal struggle for high performers in business, health, and relationships. As a collective, we have built and helped build six, seven, and eight-figure businesses, dominate in multiple industries, coached and played in professional sports leagues, and developed some of the strongest and most intimate relationships, both professional and personal. This isn't your average podcast. It's for the hungry, the dedicated, the doers, for those that have a dream and truly want that dream to become reality. People who want to take action, leave their ego at the door, and own every level of their life. If that's you, then step into the Coaches Council as we rewrite the truths to living that high-performance life. Welcome back to another week of the Coaches Council. Happy December, everybody. We're embarking on Christmas. Hard to say Christmas. I can't believe it. And Mr. Romanello, I'm sure it doesn't look anything like Christmas out there in California. I mean, it's, you know, it's still sunny, um, but yeah, it's a weird, it's weird. I, as a New Yorker, as, a, as an East Coaster, it is odd for it to be this warm around, around the holidays. It's a, it is strange and I do not approve, but <laughs> it is, uh, it's, I don't know. I feel like Christmas should be cold. You know, you should wear, you should wear sweaters. I agree, man. You there should. should be snow. And that takes us to Mr. Sanga, who's living the complete opposite life up in Toronto, where it probably looks very much like Christmas. Well, not quite yet. We're not getting snow, but we are putting up the Christmas tree this weekend. So the kids are dying to do that. They, they've been asking me for the last week every day, are we going to put the Christmas tree up? I'm like, okay, That's Saturday exciting. is the day. I love it. I love it. So as the festivities slowly become more like Kris Kringle's uh, workshop, we are embarking on, again, some more continued uncertainty. And 2020 didn't turn out the way anybody thought it would. And I, I keep getting calls with clients and talking with people and uh, hearing, going at different parties with people. And it's, it's complain, 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 complain. There's always something to put in. And at what point do we start taking the power back? At what point do we start owning it? At what point do we start saying, hey, you know what? This isn't an everybody else problem. This is a me problem. Because it actually has nothing to do with COVID that I haven't been able to lose the 15 pounds that I've wanted to. I actually said it January 1st, 2014, that I wanted to lose these same 15 pounds. And it's now coming up on January 1st. 2021 or wanting to start that business or wanting to change my relationship or wanting to uh, step up and build that house or whatever it was that you wanted to do. And so guys, as we're coming up here on December and we all know um, in sports, we, it, it's always better to be on the offense than on the defense. It's always better to uh, be proactive than reactive. And the best way to continue a winning streak is what? To win one game and then keep the momentum going. So let's not wait until January 1st to start implementing some things, but what can we start doing today? And Pradeep, anytime that we're trying to create a new vision, a new mission, 
what is the number one thing or what's the first step people have to take in order to start creating that vision or mission of change? Yeah, the first step is is being in that state of mind. Because if you're in a state of mind, which a lot of people are in right now, which is a contraction, basically they've contracted, they're not looking at expanding, whether that's the personal life or their business. And a lot of people are just down and out right now. If you do your planning, if you do your vision setting, if you do your target setting and your goal, your goal setting in that state, you're not going to be ideal and your business is not going to be ideal. So the first thing I would say is be in that state, be in an optimistic state. There's a lot of research that shows that whether it's athletes or in business or people in general, optimism is one of the number one characteristics when it comes to success. So keeping that in mind going into 2021 is going to be essential. I always do, you know, this is the exercise that I do with my, the entrepreneurs I work with is we get them into the prime state before they actually start doing the planning, whether that's pumping up the music that they need to be in, but they need to be high energy and they need to be optimistic. Those are the two characteristics that you need to have whenever you're planning your your next future, your next stage, your next quarter, whatever that looks like. Um, the one thing I think that people will easily overlook is how we finish this year off. So my word of advice is finish strong. Even if you're behind the game, whether that's your revenue or if that's your health target, your weight loss target, whatever it is, finish strong. It's like that last rep that you do when, you, when you're at the gym and you're working out. You want to make sure that it's your best rep so that your body, your mind is conditioned. So next time you come back, you're still in that mode. You're ready to push, you're ready to push even harder. I think a lot of people have just let go of, of, of they're taking their foot off the gas. I, I've talked to a number of entrepreneurs when COVID first hit or even partway through that said, you know what, I know this year is a write-off. And I was pissed off at them. And I said, well, how do you know it's a write-off? Because it's a write-off if you choose for it to be a write-off. You've already given yourself that ticket now. But if you choose that it's going to be one of your best years, which some of the entrepreneurs, it was actually a better year. They had record-breaking profits because they've had to change their businesses. They've had to modify their approach. They found new opportunities. They are doing things differently. It broke them out of their existing pattern that was keeping them at a specific limit. So those entrepreneurs actually got ahead. So I'm going to say right now, if you want to be ahead, be optimistic because 90% of the population right now is down and out. They're feeling down and out. They're thinking down and out. They're planning down and out. They're planning for a gruesome year next year. Just by having an optimistic outlook, you're going to outcompete your competition. So that's that's one thing I would say is finish strong, be optimistic, plan appropriately. As as John talked about in the last episode, is is planning is important. And don't just sit there and plan. Plan out what I you have to have certain scenarios. So scenario planning. And, and I would recommend that you do a best case scenario, an average scenario, and a worst case scenario and do multiple because when you have those in front of you, you know that, hey, look, if things are going great, I can, I can put the gas down or put my foot down on the gas in this area. These are the signs that I'm looking out for that things are going well. If things are going not so well, then you have some strategies to say, how do I overcome this? How do I get past this? You can actually keep your eyes open to see those signs of things not going so well, and you're, you're going to be able to react a lot faster. So, you know, to sum it up, those are the two things I would say is be optimistic, finish this year off strong. And, and the third one is plan, plan effectively. There's a saying and it goes, poor planning prepares piss poor performance. And it all goes back to how you show up for that state of planning. And I know for myself, um, I started this back uh, in 2016 
was December, instead of being this, uh, this, like Pradeep said, just this throw in month where, yep, it's here, but we're, we've got holidays, we've got Thanksgiving, we've got this no man's land between, uh, Christmas and New Year's and all this time that kind of seemingly just goes by and December's a write off. It's actually where I take a four day period and it's blackout. And what I mean by blackout is nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows what I'm doing. I'm not on social media. I'm not doing anything, but I'm preparing for what 2021 looks like. And you are getting a complete focused analysis of what you want to do. You get so clear cut on your goals. You get so clear cut on your vision that you can see it. You can taste it. You can smell it. You picture yourself one year from today. What are you doing? Who are you around? What does your business look like? What does your family look like? What have you had to change in yourself to get those results? And so as you come out of that, there's this, there's this sense of, just like Pradeep said, this sense of optimism, this sense of purpose, this sense of mission, this sense of vision for what you need to do. And you have a game plan. It's so often we just go in and we send out these cliches of, oh, I just need to be better today. Or, oh, I just need to um, uh, communicate more effectively. Well, what do these things mean? What is an actionable, tangible takeaway that we've been able to implement so that we can get the results we want? Because otherwise it's these empty promises. It's these basically come infatuations with success that we actually don't utilize. And our brains, a lot of times we see all the time in the self-help development space is we become these hoarders of information and actually don't implement anything that we do. It's like people brag about, I've read 500 books this year. Fantastic. That's great. Good for you. How much of it do you remember? How much have you implemented? How much have you taken action on? And it's, uh, John is going to correct me on this. I know because I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. But I think it was Jackie Chan that said, fear not the man that does a hundred kicks one time, but fear the man that does one kick a hundred times. John, was I on it or who was it? Uh, Googling, I think it's Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee said, Bruce Lee. Uh, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once. I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Yes, so, yeah. exactly. And that's, and that's what it goes down to is being so clear on what you want to do and identifying that one area. You are singularity focused, that one area of focus that you want to get to and you're so clear on it everything thereafter becomes a step in that direction. And John, I'm curious on your take on this as to what your experience has been like, because I know you're a guy that um, in, in writing, it, it must be the same thing. You can't go in with and having your brain all over the place and then produce a New York Times selling book. You have to know, hey, I'm going to produce a book that is about A, and then you're able to go and write it. And we want to write our own book of our life, of our vision, of our story. John, before, do you mind if I just jump in here? Because I think, Justin, you made some really good points here. And this this has been um, very prominent, especially with you guys being in the States, is there's a lot of distractions around. So Justin, what you said about going dark for four days is so awesome, man, because I think a lot of guys need to do that. So many people are by, distracted by politics right now. 
even though people don't want to talk about or maybe not, you know, whatever it is, political views, it's impacting a lot of people. I know a lot of entrepreneurs. I just had a half an hour conversation with an entrepreneur about politics when we could have had more constructive conversations about his business. And he was so worried about the fraud in the, in, in the voting system and what's going to happen. I said, forget about the distractions. All of that stuff is holding you back from where you want to be and where you want to go. So I think your four-day, what you talked about is so important because the number one thing I want to say there in this, in this little bit is remove the distractions. That's going to help you be more clear going forward. So John, over to you, man. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, thank you for that. Um, so the, the political thing is interesting because we cannot leave 2020, particularly as, um, as Americans, um, without having the discussion of like, oh man, this year was, this was, there was a lot, there was a lot. Um, but so wh- while I, I am on, a, on an individual scale, I understand, particularly since we speak mostly to entrepreneurs, the importance of optimism. I think that it's really, it's been really challenging for so many people who have great empathy for the people who have been suffering, the communities who have been suffering. In my own city of New York, the unemployment has skyrocketed. It is a place because of population density where a significant number of people reply on the uh, the service industry. And when that shut down because of COVID, tons of people lost their jobs, tons of people left the city. Many people who had the means of means to do so left Manhattan. And you know there are marquee neighborhoods with up to 40% vacancy, rents have careened downward, et cetera. And so we're, we're entering 2021 in a very different world than we entered 2020. Some of it is positive. I personally have had a phenomenal year in business. It required me to make some pivots, which required a lot of creativity. And I could take credit for that. And I could point to people who have not had similar years but ultimately, it, I, I had the, I had things in place to do that because I was relatively prepared, and because the pivot required a skill set that I had in place. But to go back to the real heart of the matter, the when we're looking at closing out the year strong, or when we're looking at what this conversation is really about, which is why wait until January 1, how do we begin to make changes now? It's focus and implementation, which requires a different view. The, if you walk away with nothing from this episode, I would, I would nothing else from this episode, I would like it to be this. Everything happens iteratively. You don't set out to build a business and just build the business. You want you think you have to iterate. Things happen slowly by degrees. And so with everything that I teach my clients, it's about a big vision chunked down into smaller steps. And then each one of those steps gets iterated over time. And as you as you achieve one, you game out how that affects the others. Justin, your question was about writing a book, right? So you don't just say, I'm gonna write a book. What's your book about? And then when you have the 
answer. And, and by the way, this is something that I do. I help people write books. Um, we figure out what's, what's the core message of the book. It's very interesting helping people write books. There's always one of three things that happens. When I ask people what their idea for the book is about, they tell me, and 80% of the time, it's one of two things. I either say, that's not a book, it's an article, maybe. Or more likely, I say, that's actually three books, what you're talking about. Maybe 20% of the time, somebody's idea is narrow enough that I'm like, oh, that's exactly one book. Yes, you should write that, that just go with that idea. Usually their ideas are so broad that I'm like, actually, you should write a book, but let's chop that down because it's three books. But once you have that central idea of what it is, you have to think, what are the eight to 10 to 15 core components that constitute that idea that you're trying to teach and how to do it? Now, each of those is a chapter. Now, what three things will you outline in the chapter? What story will start off each chapter? And then you just break it down like that. And then writing a book becomes a lot simpler than you thought. When you sit, sit down to say, I'm going to write a book. And I, even if you know what it's about, it, there's still, you know, roughly 200 pages between you and being done. But if you break it down into 10 chapters and each chapter is 20 pages, uh, you could do that pretty easily. Each one just becomes a very long article. Or if it's 15 chapters and now each one is 15 pages or thereabouts, and you know that each chapter has to have a particular topic and a, and a story around that topic and a couple of supporting points, now writing a book becomes easier. So chunking things down and iterating is the easiest way to do the thing that we all need to do, which is control what you can control. Pradeep, with regard to your, your client, who is all up in the, in the political mess, there are things which affect us. There are things happening in the political sphere which affect us. You know, Biden, uh, Biden winning the election may wind up with the result that as entrepreneurs who earn high incomes, we may have to pay more in taxes. The only thing we can do now is pay those taxes. That's literally, that's what we have to do. We, or we can try, we can be dishonest and try to find a way to squirrel out of paying those. But if I've decided that I'm going to live my life honestly, and I'm just going to pay the taxes that I'm supposed to pay, then I do the calculus and I say, well, now with Biden in office, if I don't make any more money, uh, even if nothing else changes for me, maybe I pay $20,000 more in taxes. So what am I going to do with that? What I can control is the amount of money I make. I cannot control whether or not a politician decides that I have to pay more taxes. So you're right. It is a waste of time to have that discussion at this point. What is helpful is, well, how can I generate an additional $26,000 worth of revenue so that, or, or, or net profit so that even after taxes, both originally and the taxes on the new income coming in, uh, I'm... I'm where I want to be. That's the only thing I can do. So control what you can control. Make your world as small as possible. Figure out what are the exact steps you could focus on. If you are trying to get in shape, if you'd like to lose 15 pounds, don't set out to lose 15 pounds, set out to lose five. And when you do that, start a new plan for losing the next five. And how do you do, what are the steps that you take every day to do this? And you'd be surprised what I tell people all the time is little hinges swing big doors. 
you really would be surprised by once you break it down to a viable minimum number of steps, those, those things become less challenging. Obviously, they become more complex. The more advanced you become, the higher you go. It's a, it becomes a lot harder to make more money down the road um, in some respects, or it's, hard, it's harder to get from 8% bot, 8% body fat to six than it is to get from 18 to 16, but it, it's all doable and it's just a matter of execution. Hey, Coaches Council listeners. Coaches Council has partnered with Can I Brands, a trusted sport, fitness, and wellness CBD company. And to be honest, I've been using Can I Sleep all natural CBD oil for probably the last two and a half years. And the spray specifically has been able to help me get a good night's sleep and truly affect the way I show up every single day to optimize my performance. And that's just not my own personal take on it because I track my sleep every day with the Whoop Band and have been able to see the trends that have happened. My deep REM sleep has improved, my slow wave sleep has improved, my overall recovery has improved, my HRV is on the upward trend, all the things that we are looking for as entrepreneurs and executives to optimize our performance day in, day out. So their products are trusted by professional athletes and coaches just like us on the council alike. So be sure to check out their website at canibrands.com. That's C-A-N-I-B-R-A-N-D-S.com and use the code COACHES20 for 20% off all products just like Can I Sleep and other CBD solutions to help with pain, inflammation, energy, mental focus, and anxiety. Now back to the show. And and it goes back to, John, what I was talking about when uh, when we go dark. And uh, Pradeep's right. It's, it's blanking out all the distractions because there's so many distractions around us that can pull us off course so that we lose out on that singularity of focus of what we're actually trying to accomplish and what 2021 could be for us. And so we are not left here on this date of December 4th, 2021 saying, oh my goodness, I remember when I was listening to this podcast a year ago and I had this mission and vision that I've yet to accomplish because I let the distractions come in the way. And so like you said, with this iterative state, Typically, the process in which we do is we become so narrowly focused. We know on what that goal is. Then what we have to do is we have to declare it. We have to make a date. We have to put a date on it. We have to declare on this day, I am going to be done here. Tell people about it. Talk about it. And it's not bragging. It's not saying, oh, yeah, this is what he's doing. Why? It's because those people are going to help hold us accountable, but they may also help us because why? We, if, if we are hanging out with the right people, if our network is surrounded with the right people, they're going to want to see people succeed as well. And they're going to help get you to where you want to be. So declare it, set a date, tell people about it. And then something else I always come out of this dark period with is how am I going to resource up? Because I know I can't do it myself. How am I going to resource up? Who do I need to hire? Who do I need to invest in? Who do I need to surround myself with? How am I going to level up? Because how, who you are today, how you are today is not going to get you where you want to be. It's just enough to get you to where you are. And my guess is if you're going and doing this, then it's not, um, you, you are this person that wants more. You're this person that wants to continue to strive. And lastly, 
It's about owning it and truly living with faith over fear and taking massive action. Because a lot of times we may not know exactly how it's going to go. Yes, there's going to be some twists in the road. Yes, there's going to be some storms that we come across. As they say in Game of Thrones, as uh, Mr. Romanell has thrown out, winter will come again and winter is coming. And so it will come and it will go and it will come and it will go. But guess what? If we take faithful action, if we take, if we lean into the discomfort and we do today what our future self will thank us for, that is enough so that we stick to the plan. And all of a sudden, that goal that you had set out for 2021 gets accomplished. And just like Rome said, because it's an iterative step, you're going to have to go and maybe you have to do another dark room in March or April or May to figure out what that next step is. So to be able to gain that momentum going into 2021, give yourself a mission, give yourself a vision. You don't have to go dark for four days, but that's a way in which uh, I've done something that's, that's, that's really worked to create that clarity and create that avenue for where you're wanting to go. And ultimately, it allows you to create momentum, which allows you to win. As we crest to the rise leading to the twilight of this year, we have to ask ourselves, what can we do to make sure that we are in position to maximize our time, both at the end of 2020 and at the beginning of 2021? What we have seen uh, repeatedly throughout history is that those who who have careful analysis and construct plans that can be carefully executed are always the people who are going to succeed. There will be more things in 2021 that we cannot control. Hopefully they will not be as dramatic or as unfortunate as things like the pandemic and some of the social unrest we experienced in 2020, but we can pretty much guarantee that 2021 will not be in a, a year of butterflies and rainbows. We will still be dealing with the aftermath of everything from some of the political outcomes we've seen to the health crisis that we are still in. And so it behooves you, it is necessary for you to control that which you can control. So focus, make your world small, find out where you can prepare and iterate over and over and over. With that, everybody, start December, choose your darkness, choose where you create clarity, stay hungry, stay humble, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of the Coaches Council. If it wasn't for you viewers and listeners, we wouldn't have a platform. So again, it's all about you guys. And we want to give you a reward just for listening. We want to give you access to each one of our coaches for a little bit deeper, intimate experience. So if you go to coaches-council.com, coaches-council.com, subscribe and like to whatever platform you're viewing on, you're going to be entered to have that one-on-one -on -one experience. So be sure to go coaches-council.com and really interact with us because we would love to interact with you. Until then, stay safe, stay hungry, stay humble, and thanks for listening.